All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Get on the grid. Sports grid. I am Gabriel Moretz. We're throwing it down here at the uh, FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands. Let's uh, roll. The countdown to Super Bowl is on. Mark Lawrence will be stepping up and uh, joining us. Uh, we'll begin to dive in. Uh, Mark Lawrence has some very interesting notes as far as the Super Bowl uh, is concerned. Zion Williamson makes his professional debut uh, here this evening. Hopefully things go better for him uh, than they did uh, when he made his NBA Summer League debut when I was in Las Vegas and there was an earthquake and uh, they shut the game down. <laughs> so uh, Zion makes his debut uh, tonight. Uh, the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. Um, if you're a, um, a Cam-a-maniac, uh, then uh, there's a lot of Cam coming up on the network uh, tonight. Uh, Cam will be on in-game live tonight for all four hours. What's going on, you Cam? You got it, buddy. Yeah, you said a game tonight with you for two, and then with the night crew for two, and then back Thursday, uh, back four-hour jacks here. So back-to-back four-hour jacks on Wednesday and Thursday. Should be a little bit of fun here. I'll tell you, no, I'm excited about these games tonight. Yeah, the NHL, two games tonight before the break. Who cares? We got good college basketball going down, maybe some horse racing too. Who knows? Uh, Whatever tickles our fancy, there's always something to bet on. And, of course, uh, Cam has some golf uh, for us uh, as well. Yes, I do. So, Mark yes, Lawrence, a little, little UFC. Lou Gamblu uh, will join Ooh. us. Lou uh, returns uh, to the rotation uh, today. So, uh, we've got some uh, solid stuff uh, lined up. Countdown to Super Bowl uh, is on. <coughs> a full slate of NBA basketball this evening. Uh, other news, uh, Kansas suspends uh, Silvio D'Souza indefinitely uh, for going crazy last night. And... You know, Cam, you can do that stuff at Niagara. You pick up a chair at Canisius. <laughs> you start a big brawl. You know what I mean? Like, you know, at Marist. And it flies under the radar. It's like Marist player flips out last night. Flies under the radar. But when you're a Kansas Jayhawk, hey, listen, Bill Self, <laughs> uh, Bill Self, um, Bill Self uh, might uh, have a lot of accusations as far as, you know, envelopes and stuff like that being exchanged. Cam, yes. But, man, he's pissed off. Like, normally it's like like Kansas were the ones that pissed after. Like, Bill Self said, we accept responsibility. It's unacceptable. I'm going to deal with this tomorrow. I didn't think he was going to indefinitely suspend the kid, though. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, yeah, and that's the thing. It's a big game. Battle of the Sunflower State, even though Kansas State's not very good. Gabe, all eyes were on that game. You said it. It's St. Bonaventure game. You know, Fairfield Stags. Things are going to happen. And I got to be honest with you. I thought that kid was going to pull like a Dudley boys, WWE style and crack a chair over somebody's head or back. But uh, he thought better of it. But still, he gone. This is, this kid's had a lot of problems with some other stuff too, the shoe deals and all the other things. It's been kind of like a, a crazy couple uh, years for him. But no, Bill Self, you said it, man. He is pissed off at his team. He wanted them to handle, be- uh, I guess, winning better. It's not like they lost the game. They took care of business. Well, I gotta say, Cam, I like the kid's spirit. I like the kid's spirit. I do too. <laughs> Put a chair through his head. <laughs> yeah, like we're always bitching that today's players are soft, right? Yeah. So you know what? Like in the old days, this would have been nothing. It'd be like, yes, yeah, so we picked up a chair. Big deal, <laughs> right? Like, exactly. He didn't hit anyone with it. Exactly. Right, get on the grid, Mark Lawrence, Gamble, Cam Stewart, and me, Morenci. Like- 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. All right, let's do this thing. I don't know who set this chair up, man, but, like, whoever did has good posture, and it's really pissing me off. <laughs> Might be actually good for me. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm sitting in, like, yeah. school, like, you know, like when you're one of those yeah. old, like, wood chairs. You're like, son of a... Yeah. You're moving around. I know. I... I've got horrible posture. Like, I'll admit oh, it, so it's probably good, but it's not good. I'm like, I'm not enjoying no, no. sitting straight up right now. See, look at me. I'm like... No, I can't. I can't. Like when I try to sit up straight, it's like it hurts. No, my posture is pathetic. It's real bad. Yeah, no, I'm with uh, you. Our posture wasn't as good as Eli Manning's. Um, Eli Manning <laughs> will announce his retirement on Friday. Eli Manning's career achievements: two-time Super Bowl winner, two-time Super Bowl MVP, fifty-seven thousand and twenty-three passing yards, three hundred and sixty-six touchdowns. Four-time Pro Bowler, Walter Payton, Man of the Year in 2016. Never missed one single game due to injury. 13-time team captain. I don't care what your last name is. That's a hell of a run uh, right there. Let's bring in uh, Mark Lawrence uh, right now. Mark, Eli decides to hang them up. Doesn't want to be a backup uh, next year. You know, right decision. I mean, the guy's not a, uh, he's, he's not hes not the caliber of a starting quarterback in the NFL anymore. He's made a ton of money. No need to hang around right now. We know he likes to enjoy a cold one. So now he can kick back and drink all the beer that he wants as a two-time Super Bowl champion. And now the debate begins whether he's a Hall of Famer or not. All this Hall of Fame talk recently. Whether you think he is or not, I guarantee you Eli Manning will get in get to in. the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Mark Lawrence. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing just terrific, uh, Gabe. Kim, I hope you're doing well, same as me. And um, I was listening to the uh, Eli Manning talk, and then there's going to be a lot of conjecture about that, whether he, uh, one, belongs in the Hall of Fame, or two, will make it. And I concur that uh, he will make it. And the big debate is whether he belongs there or not. You can say no because of his overall record. Uh, and his, As a losing record. Maybe. Yeah, exactly yep. right. But, you know, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe Kenny Stabler had a losing record. Uh, and there were a couple of other quarterbacks that are in the Hall of Fame. So, you know, point and counterpoint, if you will, to that. Uh, but I believe he will be in the Hall of Fame. And, uh, you know, people have asked me, and I said no. But, you know, the, I think the closer you get, the more the sentimentality goes to yes, put him in the Hall of Fame. You know what? And I said he has a losing record. But, you know what? I think he got back to 500. <laughs> he didn't. He won his That's last right. game he, at MetLife. He, I, thought, I think yeah, he got right. back to 500. Actually, off the top of my yeah, head, Cam, 117 yep. and 117. That's what I'm going to say. Yep. Yep. Because and then Jones came in, right, and lost. Yes, sir. 117, yeah. 117. Let me check Ken Stabler because I could be wrong, but I don't think. Yeah, like um, let's see, Ken Stabler's record. 
Well, he was 96 and 40. And what about, uh, look in here, pro record. Yeah, 96 and 49. I guess Dan Fouts had a winning record. We'll have to get into that. But listen, guys, the last name helps, all right? Like, Eli was yeah. weird. He had sort of an average career in a sense that he's, he was always there, but he would be really good one year and really mediocre another year. Really good one year and really mediocre. But when you add it all up, we just went through the, the, the accolades. He's, you know, he's accomplished a lot more. Put it this way. For all of the love that Drew Brees gets, for all of the love that Aaron Rodgers gets, Eli Manning has won twice as many Super Bowls as both of those quarterbacks. But let's get into this quarterback uh, battle right now. Mark, I enjoyed the uh, the, the uh, midweek uh, Super Bowl uh, alert. Yeah, awesome. And uh, I've learned a lot of lessons over the years, Mark, by, uh, by betting on the flashier offense going into a Super Bowl. So we're not going to hold anybody in any Super Bowl picks right now. But we will tell you, historically, and not just historically, like it's it's like almost set in stone, crazy numbers uh, looking at the database from the playbook.com and pick it up, guys, to get all the great Super Bowl data. But, uh, Mark, number one, defense does win championships at the, at the NFL level in the championship game. Offense can get you there, but defense will win it for you. And number two, Running the football also, you run the football for 100 yards in the Super Bowl, you most likely won that football game, Mark. Yep, it happened last year with New England against the uh, L.A. Rams, and it's happened a multitude of times. I believe uh, the number that we put in the midweek alert newsletter this week was uh, something close to 40 and 13. Uh, if you, well, 40 if you and 12. Most, yep. 40 and 12. If you have the most yards, 40 and 12 with one push. Yep. Yep. There you go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. One push. Well, that just alludes to the fact that the old Bill Parcells theory, you run the ball, you stop the run, you win football games, and it's worked out a lot in the past. It's working here of late as well, and uh, I know which team will likely end up with more rushing yards in this football game, it being the team that leads the league in rush attempts per game. That probably would be San Francisco. And the other guy that checks the box about the better defense would also be the 49ers in this game. The thing that concerns me the most is that is this, is that uh, when you go into a Super Bowl every year, there's a, a there's a player that the public can't get enough of. You know, it's on the props, and he'll be that person will be the most bet on prop of all. And that this year will be Patrick Mahomes, uh, because everybody remembers what they saw last, and they see him just devouring teams in the playoffs this year. Uh, he's put up monster numbers in the postseason so far, the highest quarterback rating of any quarterback in history in the playoffs thus far. But uh, I'm going to work a little exercise with you guys and uh, uh, share this with you because I'm going to use it uh, in a lot of other places. And it's basically uh, there were – Four other quarterbacks were that were as young or younger than him that made it to the Super Bowl, and they struggled mightily in the Super Bowl game. Uh, those four quarterbacks did. Uh, one of them was uh, that one of them was Dan Marino. Another one was Jared Goff, Baron Roethlisberger, and David Woodley. And they went one and three David straight up Woodley. into the number. David, David Woodley. Woodley. Yeah, David Woodley. Well, there the you best. go. <laughs> I didn't see that name went, coming. <laughs> No, you didn't. Uh, one and three straight up into the number in the Super Bowl. But look inside the, what they did in the Super Bowl. They choked like dogs. 
They were 61 of 123 combined passes, completions for attempts, for 767 yards. That's about a buck 40 a game. Two touchdowns, six interceptions, and their collective pass pass quarter QB rating was 54.9. Uh, you bring in Patrick Mahomes in here with eight touchdowns, zero picks, and a 131.55 QB rating coming into the game. And the parallel that I'm going to draw here is going to be a horse racing analogy because you guys are still uh, broadcasting from the Meadowlands. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Yep. Okay, there you, there you go. We're going to throw this horse racing analogy in there. There's a, there's these sheets called ragazine sheets, which a lot of a lot of people follow, and they basically uh, follow the progress of a horse. And when a horse has a peak performance, a career peak performance, they'll look to play to him bounce. And I'm seeing Patrick Mahomes right now peaking, and I'm seeing Patrick Mahomes bouncing in this Super Bowl game. So I'll leave it at that, but uh, he'll be the guy that I'll be picking on the most come Super Bowl prop time. Well, Mark uh, Lawrence uh, with us, and uh, me and Cam will run through uh, some of these numbers. But as we talked about, uh, gentlemen, you're, and it's amazing because we talked about the one push. Last year, the L.A. Rams and the New England Patriots both rushed for identical yards. <laughs> like, how crazy is that? Uh, 100, 104. Um, 104 yards. Or oh, was it New England and Atlanta, actually, that was 104? Excuse me, 104 with New England and Atlanta. So that's the, you know, the, the, um, the caveat the of the push. team that right. rushes for the Super Bowl. Yeah, one push uh, there. But defense and, and running the football. All right, uh, Mark, we've only got a couple of minutes uh, left uh, here. So uh, Zion Williamson makes his debut uh, tonight. I know your database had some strong numbers as far as the Pelicans are concerned. I saw your play over at Covers.com on this game uh, tonight. What are you expecting? San Antonio have been a very, very good road dog. Uh, as of late. Actually, hang in here, Mark. We won't keep it too long. We'll just hit this game sure. uh, on the other side. Zion Williamson uh, debut. Maybe a quick college basketball uh, hit. Mark Lawrence. Playbook.com with us. Get on the grid. Game time decisions. Ready for Rage Radio continues. Live from the Sports Grid Studios. Federals. Sportsbook. The Battlelands. Man, they got Sam Houston right now racing. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. You want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel's and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with the DailyRoto.com Optimizer, the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and a whole lot more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with the promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com slash DUNK to learn more. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Now back to Gabe Morenci with our guest, the great Mark Lawrence. Uh, thank you very much, General Ranger. I had that cab, Stewart. All right, so we'll jump in next week with Mark Lawrence, Super Bowl. Super Bowl uh, 54, our boy Joe Ranieri uh, getting ready um, for uh, the uh, the world to converge on Miami. And, you know, it's going to be a crazy party. And speaking of which, uh, Mark, um, I don't know, did you see the artist rendition? And uh, the NFL, they released it. 
their uh, their vision uh, for the NFL draft in Vegas. So the NFL draft is in Vegas uh, this year. We all knew that, and you know nowadays they don't hold it indoors, man. It's like that. It's like basically like Lollapalooza or something like that, or like Woodstock. <laughs> a massive stage, a couple of hundred thousand people. They're expecting four hundred thousand people. Four hundred thousand people. I don't know how they're going to fit them all on the strip. To be honest, I sort of see it a bit, but um, going to be a lot of screens everywhere, obviously. But the actual stage, guys, I don't know if you saw this, Mark. The actual stage for the NFL draft is in the pond, the fountain of the Bellagio. So they're going to have like the, the, the you know, it's basically, it's in the water. Like literally, the players are going to take like a little boat. They're going to like, a little speed boat's going <laughs> to, I like how they say take it by boat. If someone lived in Vegas and you guys know, <laughs> camp. That Bellagio fountain's not that big. I'm like, by boat. Oh, like, that's what I was thinking. Like, why do you guys say it's not that big? A, a it's not like an island. You know what I mean? It's, I like, it's like 50 thing. feet away. Gonna, it's like it's right there. What are you going to do? A canoe? Jet ski? So, You're right. You can't put a boat they're turning, they're turning the like the fountain off, and they're setting up like in the water type thing. So it's going to be all water, Mark. But they're going to Vegas. 400,000 people, Mark, in Vegas for this. That's amazing. You know, they were going to do it big time, make a, a, a big splash in Vegas, pardon the pun, but they were going to do just that <laughs> because it was in Vegas and try to outdo what happened last year in Nashville when on Main Street they just jammed Main Street with all the country people there for what was a really, really impressive NFL draft last year. But I'm wondering if just given just given the logistics, I mean, the strip runs one way, the stage will be the other. You could be standing in front of the MGM and not have a clue as yes. to what's going on in front of the Bellagio. Yep. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's the best place to to watch the draft, but you know maybe people want to be part of that. It might be good for television, but uh, I don't think it'll be good to be attending it live. It's a very good point uh, that you raise. It'll be like New yeah. Year's Eve in New York City or something. Like, I wouldn't want to be in that mass of people. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, it'll be a fun party to be there, but journey actual draft, you know what I mean? I think Cam would be at the blackjack table. Um, all right, Correct. so <laughs> Cam would be in the casino watching it on, on TV, but it's going to be quite the experience uh, down there. All right, Mark, so I brought it up. Uh, Zion makes his debut. Hopefully Cam uh, doesn't curse the kid tonight, uh, Cam. Oh, um, I'm I looking won't. at you, Cam. For the record, Mark, it was a famous, famous, you can't make this up, Mark, Uh, a great pick by Cam. Cam picked Virginia last year to win the title. So it was during, like, late in the regular season. You know, Virginia were doing okay, but Duke were really coming on. (laughs) Duke were playing that night, and we were talking about title contenders. And I'm like, yeah, you know, Virginia looked good, Cam. They could win the title. He said, you know, obviously Duke are in the way. Cam's like, yeah, Duke. He goes, you know, Gabe? I need something bad to happen to Duke. Two hours later, Zion Williamson pops his shoe, uh, Mark, and gets hurt. <laughs> I said, wow, okay, I didn't realize you had that type of power. <laughs> you know, you know that type of power. Uh, but the kid, is, uh, uh, the kid makes his debut tonight. Now, forget about Zion, guys. Uh, and, Mark, you allude to it. The host team is 9-3 against the spread in this series. But the Pelicans, gentlemen, are actually 12-1-1 against the spread in their last 14 basketball games. Uh, Mark? Uh, you like the Pelicans tonight? 
I do. I mean, this is, uh, you know, this will be uh, what will be much like the event at the Bellagio for everybody in New Orleans to welcome Zion into the NBA. There'll be a big buzz in the arena here, and it doesn't hurt, as you mentioned, that they're playing their best basketball of the season here right now. I think it's an ideal spot for them to go out and make this, uh, you know, make this big impression, if you will, and see what happens moving forward. I know that uh, their the coaching staff is not so concerned, as much concerned about this game as they are what's going to happen moving forward with. New Orleans, but uh, you know, it's just like just imagine LeBron James making his debut with Cleveland, and it was long awaited. It finally gets here. There'll be a buzz in the arena that will probably last most of the game tonight. I would only look at the New Orleans Pelicans in this basketball game. And uh, Mark, um, we mentioned Cam's curse. It's not bad. We should have a weekly's Cam's curse. You should curse like a team every weekend, Cam. Like going into the weekend, Cam's curse of the week. <laughs> like, I well, we need something bad to happen. But Cam felt bad after. Props? Cam's a nice guy, so have he you, felt bad. No, I don't want. I, I didn't want to hurt the guy. I just wanted my team to cover that night. I said nothing bad. Then his shoe exploded, Mark. But you see the props here with the points: thirteen and a half uh, rebounds, five and a half blocks and steals, one and a half. I gotta believe most of these gamblers who are taking these props. They obviously want to go with the over, even though his, he might be limited in his minutes, but they said they're going to let him out of his cage and play full minutes, Mark. I, I got to believe the over, people are going to be pounding these props. They probably will, you know, and uh, you know, I think they're going to be very guarded with the minutes, as you say. Uh, they're, they're going to be betting, I'm going to say, Zion Williams, just much like they're betting Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Uh, they won't be able to get enough of him. So, you know, I don't know if that's the right side of the basketball prop to be looking at. But uh, uh, bottom line here to me is I think San Antonio is beatable, especially in a win-type situation on the road. They are hot, though. The Spurs are hot, too. 7-2 and two against the spread. Uh, their last nine games on the road. Uh, you know, they went on the East Coast, and they ran the gauntlet. All right, before we get you out of here, Mark, uh, college basketball, I see Michigan 15-1 and one straight up. Last 16 times they've hosted uh, Penn State. Uh, Temple. Uh, it was Temple in Cincinnati. Window Wills, Temple Owls uh, on the radar tonight against the Cincinnati Bearcats. Temple 5-1-1 and one against the spread. Um, the uh, last seven times they've hosted the Cincinnati Bearcats. And uh, DePaul. 0-10 straight up and 1-9 against the spread versus uh, the Creighton Blue Jays. Uh, but uh, Marcus, Vitas Garolitis said, nobody beats Garolitis 17 times in a row. Nobody beats the DePaul Blue Demons 11 times in a row. <laughs> DePaul's actually been a scrappy team this year, Mark. <laughs> Nice. Well, they've been a nice, nice basketball team this year. They, you know, they went over to Europe and got their act together there real early. Started out real good, hit a little bit of a wall, but there's a lot of talent on that team. My main concern here tonight, though, is that uh, they're off that big win in their last basketball game. Now they're changing roles, going from dog in that basketball game to favorite here tonight. So, uh, you know, being what it is, double revenge for DePaul. It's more than double revenge. It's domination by Creighton in the series. Mark Lawrence, playbook.com. All right, people, you want all that wealth of information, and I can't wait to uh, next week's final report. We had the, uh, we had the midweek uh, report, but uh, Super Bowl next week, Miami, Florida. Um, are you, are you, what are you doing, Mark? You have, uh, well, what's going on? You have anything special uh, going on for the Super Bowl as you are in the Miami area? Well, I was in the Miami area when uh, they last played the Super Bowl, and I was offered a pair of tickets to the game. But uh, being the old curmudgeon that I've grown into being and becoming right now, I, I found the lure of my lazy boy recliner more appealing than a oh, seat yeah. at the Super Bowl. 
And, uh, you know, I like the remote control. I like the fact that I can uh, don't have to fight a crowd to go to the bathroom because I'm up and down about every 15 minutes doing just that these days. Uh, so I'll be watching it uh, in my family room. <laughs> just like I was up in Cleveland, Ohio. So, <laughs> other than that, not much different for me than watching a Super too. Bowl. Yeah, really sucks Look, it's Mark, to be honest. Yeah, it sucks. Tickets are 5000 bucks each for the Super Bowl, yeah, so I don't think anyone was going to offer you two tickets this time, Mark. You're, you're safe. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be uh, being offered to me that way any time soon. I'm, I can assure you that, but uh, right, so I'm just as – Quick, quick trivia question. Really, I'm, uh, yes. Go on, Mark. Sorry. I would say I, I would really not ha- not want to have to say no to the ticket. So, you know, bottom line to me is uh, I'll be watching it with America on the television screen. All right, Mark and Cam, I'll start with you, Mark. Super Bowl one. So the tickets are literally $5,000 to get in for this game. That's the worst seat. That's the last row. It's $5,000 to sit in the last row. I think you can buy a pretty nice couch and get to keep the seat, actually, for $5,000. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> real nice leather sectional. Oh, like uh, but oh, no. how much were tickets for Super Bowl one? Mark, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess like face value Super Bowl one. I'm gonna say like sixteen bucks. I'll say twelve dollars. Twelve dollars and fifty. Wow. Cam wins. It's it was literally twelve dollars. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> I just. Wow. Uh, Watch a lot of prices right, Cam. I got to tell you, that's pretty impressive. I drew Mark's silent. I would have bought mine from a scalper and paid the 16. So I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Mark got ripped off for four bucks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, in fact, too, it's the only Super Bowl that wasn't sold out. Every Super Bowl is sold out. Every Super Bowl is sold out except Super Bowl one, but it wasn't a bust. Like, it did well. They got 61,000 people. Stadium held like 95,000 or something, right? It was the Coliseum. So, um, you know, LA, LA Coliseum. So it held like, you know, 103,000, but they, they made it 93. They sold 61. And then every Super Bowl after that sold out um, as well. Mark Lawrence, uh, your best, you no- Mark. It's always I, a pleasure. I, 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 Go. Iggy, yep. before I get out of here, I'll give you one fast, quick trivia thing on Super Bowl One. There is not a copy to be found of Super Bowl One on videotape anywhere. And I have people, I made an offer to people, you know, you, you find a copy, I'll give you $100,000 for a copy of, of the video for Super Bowl One. Nobody could do it because back in the day on tape, they re-recorded over that Super Bowl. That, on, on the, on the videotape, you so you'll never find a tape of Super Bowl One. Wow. Mark Lawrence, playbook.com. And it was on all three networks, too. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. There's Callaway right in the front. The crew. 
Oh, I love these guys too. Hey, look at his buddies, the two dudes with the white hair and they're rocking. <laughs> oh yeah, this guy is the best. Look at that guy. <laughs> he does. He got his old hat back too. I love. He didn't like his. I'm, I'm a fan like of his buddy. Yeah, I'm a fan of his like buddy camp. The guy with the white hair reminds me of a guy from like Goodfellas or something. Like he's yeah. always got oh, yeah. the same look on his face. He's concerned. <laughs> Yeah, these guys are yeah, this these guy. guys are the best. <laughs> like, there they're he just, is. They're too good. Like they're too good. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> like they, yeah, their section they're is like busy. the serious section. Like these guys are all busy. Yeah, like, no, like Callaway. Hey, you see that horse? See the way he's moving? It looks really fresh. <laughs> People oh, were telling boy. me last night, they're like, Marenzi, you got to get a picture with you and Callaway and send it to Cam. Yeah. Look at this <laughs> yeah. shot, me, me and Callaway, thumbs up. We'll get a yeah. Super Bowl pick next week. Maybe I'll get some of the horse guys uh, Super Bowl. But, man, we got some B stuff going on. We got Turf Paradise going on right now. Delta Downs, Turf Paradise. Northfield. Uh, we got uh, Hollywood Hollywood Park a little bit later on. Well, Hollywood, uh, Hollywood Casino, not Hollywood Park, California. Hollywood Casino. Charlestown. <laughs> uh, Sam Houston. Yes, some, some Sam Houston, Texas uh, racing they had going on earlier. Uh, so they got some Turf Paradise uh, coming up uh, right now. All right, so thanks to uh, to Mark Lawrence for joining us on the program. Lou Gamble uh, will join us. So we'll run through all these uh, games. Uh, a, lot, a lot of college basketball uh, games on the board uh, here tonight. Um, one story, so we talked about Eli Manning. Uh, actually, a little bit. Uh, Louis, uh, Luis Rojas set to uh, replace Carlos Beltran as the manager of the New York Mets. But we knew this day was going to come. But NHL mascot Gritty is under police investigation yeah. following allegations of physical assault. The mascot of the Philadelphia Flyers being investigated for allegedly pushing a 13-year-old boy during a meet and greet. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's unbelievable. Um. <laughs> I gotta tell you, listen, Grady, and this is serious, actually. Like the Philadelphia police are investigating Gritty, like for real. Gritty is under investigation for assault. <laughs> so, and let's be clear, Cap. So, not the guy that is Gritty. Gritty himself actually pushed someone. <laughs> like, correct. And I don't know if you remember, Cam. You remember when, uh, you know, Gritty was doing, like, skating with some kids once and some kid was yeah. hitting Gritty with a stick? Mm-hmm. And Gritty, like, grabbed the kid and stuff? Gritty has been pretty aggressive for a mascot. It's a Philly thing. I get it. He's Gritty and stuff. So I'm not surprised it's come to this. <laughs> but uh, it's too bad there's no video. I don't That's know. Like, uh, someone on the jury. If I'm on the jury right now, I'm listening. I kind of believe Grady's too. capable of pushing someone. I agree 100%. Also, they do a video where Grady's, like, dancing with this chick, and he puts a pie in her face, and I got to admit, he did it pretty hard. Like, the chick kind of shook it off. <laughs> yes. but like, he didn't just, like, put it there. Like, everything Grady does, he's kind of like a wrestler who's not clean. Like, Brock Lesnar, you don't want to fight Grady because you know you're actually going to get hurt at the end of the match. Like, oh, man, do I have to wrestle Grady? And it says here from the father, he claims... After the photo, quote, he took a running start at his kid, punched his and punched his son as hard as he could, and they went to a doctor, and he said he's got, like, a back bruise and stuff. So if they got pictures of this uh, back bruise and stuff, Gritty's going to be in a lot of trouble here. Like, I understand. You said it. You want the Philly mascot to be tough, and, hey, I'm Gritty. 
I'll fight you. But you know what I mean? You can't be like throwing down kids at photo ops. That's just insane. So anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Gabe. I'm listening. Like, I, you know, I'm not going to say Gritty's innocent or guilty, but uh, the ears are perking up. This could be interesting. Nah. He has been rough before. I'm kind of thinking he did it. He did this. That's my first guess. Just as I warned people that Meghan Markle was going to be trouble uh, for the royal family, <laughs> uh, I could tell something was sums up. Something's not right with Gritty. You know, like Gritty's rise to fame was too quick. He got catapulted too fast, anyways. All right, like he he got you know there was the fast track. So yeah, Chris Greenwell took his boy Brandon to the Wells Fargo Center one night in November to meet the most famous person on the Philadelphia Flyers payroll, Gritty. So says the Philadelphia Inquirer. But what did I say last year, Ken? I said, you know it's bad when the mascot's like your most famous guy. <laughs> the exactly. Flyers invited Greenwell and his 13-year-old son to get a photo and some FaceTime with the fuzzy, googly-eyed mascot. All part of an exclusive event for season ticket holders. After waiting in line for about an hour by dozens of fans to get to Gritty, something shocking happened. Gritty punched Brandon in the back. And Greenwell's telling Brandon playfully... Uh, uh, patted the mascot on the head after the photo was taken. As Brandon walked away, Gritty got out of the chair, took a running start, and punched my son as hard as he could. Officials at Comcast said the company that owns the Flyers told Greenwell there is no video footage of the incident because the cameras in that area of the center are focused on other locations. You see right here, Cam. I'm not a lawyer, but I don't like the sounds of this. You're telling me you're at a public event and there's not one camera anywhere? This sounds yeah. like Epstein in the, in the jail. Oh, the cameras didn't work. Yeah, what about the backup? The battery was dead. Like every camera in the most secure prison in America didn't work for two hours one night. And we're supposed to buy it. And same thing. I like the flyers. No, no, Cam. The camera's on another location. <laughs> it's pointing oh, yeah, exactly. the other way. No evidence. No, you got. I got. I so let me ask you. You're right. Go break this in. Go break into their yeah. arena right now and find out if the cameras work. Because I bet you they do. Oh yeah. <laughs> I bet you. Be if you coach smash the window at the Philadelphia Arena right now, break in, start running around. <laughs> I'm willing to bet that the cameras work. <laughs> You'll be on camera. I'm a yeah, I'm. I'm Gritty's relative. Yeah, I'd be in cuffs, face down in a pretzel. You know it. This is so. This we take Mr. Crazy, Greenwell's man. allegations seriously. Seriously. Conducted a thorough investigation. We found nothing to support this claim. Greenwell said he took his son to see a chiropractor about a week after the incident. Yeah. See, I don't like the sound of that because chiropractors, they don't have a good reputation. Yeah. Uh, the chiropractor noted Brandon suffered from mild pain, diagnosed him with a back bruise or a contusion yeah. of a lower thoracic spine. Was yeah. sublux? Ah, they're making up stuff yeah, now. Subluxation. Yeah. It means back bruise. That's yeah. Basically, that's a back bruise. Right. Yeah. Let's say uh, I read this about a month. So they've I been trying know. to get this. So it's been a month. Comcast and the Greenwells met and couldn't come to an agreement. So I guess basically the Greenwell said, "You guys better pay us." The Flyers yeah. said, "We're not paying you." And then the Greenwells just went to the police now. Nice. <laughs> They're like, all right, nice. you know, you don't believe us? We're going to the cops. We're going to the cops. So they went to the cops. The matter is now being investigated by the self-detectives division. Like, like cops in Philly don't have anything better to do. <laughs> a police spokesman on Tuesday described the case as an alleged physical assault that occurred during a photo shoot with a 13-year-old white male and Philly's mascot, Gritty. I don't know why they throw white male in there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> 
thirteen year old kid. She said thirteen year old. I know. Thirteen. I like it. Why do they say thirteen year old white male? That thirteen year old white male. The investigation is active and ongoing. All right, let's see. What else do we have? Oh, man. man oh, this this isn't good. This isn't good, Cam. The Philadelphia Flyers, in their description of Gritty, Gritty was introduced in 2018 and was described by the Philadelphia Flyers as someone with bully tendencies. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, I'm a lawyer. If I'm like, like I said, I should have went to law school. You guys are done. You admit he's a bully. Yeah, you that's admit the thing. it. <laughs> yeah. If you're yeah, it is if it if after it the alleged punch. Is, yeah, you're right, man. This is bad news for Grady and the Flyers. He, the email Comcast first complaining of a lousy picture. <laughs> <laughs> he said he <laughs> said that the picture sucked, and then he goes, but I have a more serious and disappointing concern. I know it's not correct for my son to harmlessly tap uh, Gritty on his head, but for the Flyers employee to throw a full punch at someone with his back turned and to hurt a 13-year-old boy is assault, unprofessional, and unacceptable from your organization. Comcast says there's no proof that Gritty hit the boy, but offered special perks to make up for the bad experience. Uh, Now, no, no, now, uh, now I don't like the father here. The father told the Flyers to show his son on the giant scoreboard and to let him into the locker room to meet the players and get autographs for the oh. team. Uh-oh. Yeah, what what, bit, what are you uh... after here? <laughs> get this. The Flyers countered. <laughs> All right? The Flyers, they told him that he could sit on the bench during the pregame warm-up skate of a future That's game. That's amazing. That's pretty cool. It's not bad, actually. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, it sounds like you're trying to shake the Flyers down. What, do you want autographs now from these guys? Are you mad about the assault, or did you want autographs? It does. But I'll tell you one thing. I think you're right. I think Gritty, the person, like, actually thinks, like, he has taken the persona on as Gritty. Like, I'm not just a mascot. Like, I want to fight you type of thing. Like, I think this Gritty guy, his uh, bulliness has gone to his head. I wouldn't be surprised if he hit this kid. You know, the father is trying to shake these guys down, Gabe, but it sounds like if even if they're offering him something to like you know let this let this go away, it seems like an incident did happen. Question is, what really? So get this: <laughs> the Flyers have lawyered up. <laughs> Flyers are saying gritty, gritty was the one that was repeatedly hit in the head by the kid. <laughs> I don't know now. Now I'm here on the other side here. I don't know, man. Maybe this kid like hit gritty a couple of times in the head cam and. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I tapped Clam Chowder on the head the last week. He got really mad too. Mascots don't like being tapped on the head, man. They really don't. No, no, no. They don't. They don't. So he claims he claims that the head of uh president of risk management for Comcast said it's unfortunate that you guys had an unfair, un, uh, bad experience, therefore we're offering an opportunity to discuss a creative way. To restore your son's love for the Flyers. It sounds like the Flyers didn't tell him to F off. They're like, I'm yeah. sorry you had a bad time. You know, well, they let your kids sit on the bench. It's pretty good, actually. I agree. The email exchange soured when Greenwell and Flyers and Comcast management disagreed on what was actually said during the December phone call. The father claims Kleinman, who is the uh, that represented Comcast, told him that Gritty admitted hitting the kid. 
Kleiman said he never said that. At no time did I ever state that one of my colleagues hit uh, the 13-year-old. However, Gritty, however, does recall being hit on the head repeatedly by someone during one of our photo shoots. <laughs> I don't know, Cam. What do you think? Has Maybe Gritty's the victim here. But even if Gritty's being messed with, you can't punch the kid if you're Gritty. No, you can't. Gritty's got a, a big head on it. Even if the kid's going ding, 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 it's not going to hurt Gritty that much. But Gritty getting a running start at a 13-year-old? That's Gritty doesn't story. like kids. That's another thing. I'm telling you. Gritty I remember like he grabbed that kid, man. Like, he turned around. Like, I remember talking with you, Cam. I was like, damn, man. Gritty looks like he's going to assault this kid. I remember at the yeah. time. Gritty's got a temper. Let's not discount Gritty's got a temper. I agree 100%. Gritty is uh, hes going to get in trouble one of these days. Comcast and the Flyers. I think it's both of them. It's Philly, Cam. You got a loudmouth little punk kid that was chirping Gritty and punching him in the head on the way out. And Gritty's like, you know what? Screw this kid. <laughs> I like this. Philadelphia mascots are no strangers to allegations of physical assault. The Philadelphia Fanatic was dubbed the most sued mascot in sports. Wow. <laughs> in a 2002 study published uh, by a law review, the Philly Fanatic has been sued from ranging from injuring a woman's knees while climbing through the stands to hugging someone too hard. <laughs> uh, this is a mascot tough case. Peter, I haven't made up my mind yet, Ken. If I'm on the jury, I'm really, I, you know, we need to deliberate. Lunch. Where's lunch? <laughs> NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. And that's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. All right, very interesting here. Uh, everyone in the chat, um, and, and we, it looks like we nearly have a decision here, Cam. I've been thinking about this. I side with Gritty and the Philadelphia Flyers. Nice. If your son was really hurt, you wouldn't be asking for autographs and complaining about the focus in a picture. Yeah. If your son was really yeah. hurt, you wouldn't have went to some flaky chiropractor. You would have went to a real doctor in a hospital after the fact. You wouldn't be trying to negotiate for, like, scoreboards and autographs. I think Gritty needs to chill out a little bit. they got to tell Gritty, Gritty, you got to ease up a bit, all right? Um, yeah, don't don't touch these kids at all. <laughs> but, exactly. I, yeah, I don't think Gritty punched the kid in the back. I think Gritty, the guy was probably patting Gritty on the head. Gritty got up to be playfully sort of, you know, and, you know, maybe hit him a little too hard, but I still side with Gritty. I don't trust the parent. I don't trust the father. I don't like the exchange. Yeah. I don't think the head of Comcast would admit and say, oh, Gritty told me he would do it. There's too many inconsistencies that add up. You went to a chiropractor. You tried to exchange uh, merchandise from the yeah, Flyers. That's the thing. Now you want money. Yeah. But now he's hurt like a month. This happened in November. 
and you've been just trying to negotiate. You've been trying to shake the Flyers down for stuff. The Flyers caught on to this, offered your son an opportunity to meet the players and sit on the bench during a pregame skate. You should have taken your opportunity. You got greedy. And not only that, but now that you've sued us, we have no choice but to ban you from every Flyer game for life. <laughs> you and your son are banned. That's Judge Morency's decision. Yeah, you're right. Things You can't the sue the team and expect to come back. <laughs> yeah, if the father, you're right. If the father just said, hey, listen, I went to a doctor. You messed up my kid. They wouldn't be talking about tickets, sticks, hanging out with. They'd be talking real lawsuits, Salino and Barn style. They wouldn't be negotiating. Well, maybe if we sit on the bench or this or no, that, you're right. No, they go for no. one thing. And, yeah, it's, it sounds like, yeah, it's posturing and uh, – Pretty better calm down, though. I will say this, Gabe, you said it. Like, aggressive yeah, exactly. pies in the face with exactly. women and stuff. Like, no, no, Cam. Behind he's the scenes, fire. behind the scenes, we're having a real talk with Grady. Like, hey, behind yeah. the scenes, you say, Grady, next time this happens, you're gone. All right? We're going to yeah, put a exactly. chick in the, uh, in, in the uniform here. You're done, Grady. Yeah, I agree. Grady better slow down. <laughs>